Okay, three, two, one, and action. This is Heat Check, and if you're watching this, we are on the precipice of the tournament. It's here. Uh, after a long, long season full of chaos and us thinking we knew things, finding out we actually knew nothing, the first four is soon commencing. Gabe Schwartz, Scott Sanduli, also known as Corporate Scotty, and Kevin Malater. Riley Swenson is busy biting fingernails, waiting for North Carolina in our to hearts. tip off with Marquette here in the next 24 hours or so. But today, we finish out our 34 questions of our 68 questions previewing the tournament. 68 questions for 68 teams. No, they do not have to do with all the teams. And if we don't talk about your team, get over it. There's a lot of teams. Um, the masterful voices behind the curtains do belong to the god of the sun, the god of the tournament. Mr. Let's Freaking Go. Not actually, but that is the entity that consumes college basketball. That That's what I see as the college basketball gods. And that's who's talking to no, us, asking questions so. from beyond the curtains. There's a realm beyond that? Well, the 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 Sun Man doesn't exist in the, in the heat check universe. Um, <laughs> the Sun Man can't hurt you. <laughs> but, uh... We appreciate we appreciate the hard work that our curtainless voices have been doing tonight. Well, it's actually a curtained voice each night. Well, it's voices sometimes. Well, sometimes they, I don't know. Scott, Kevin, question number thirty-five. Thirty-five. Let's get this back underway. Which player in the country are you most interested in watching in this tournament? Mike Krzyzewski, no. <laughs> Bruh. Honestly, Kirk Risa. Really? Yeah. Right. I want to see what he does. Is he going to throw his Crocs into the stands? Is he going to punch Kiss in the face in the first round? Is he going to chuck up 15 threes and make 12 of them in a game? I don't know. He's a total wild card. So... I actually, yeah, it's Kirk Kreese because I think the most rides on him as well. He and Remy Martin determined this tournament more than any two players in the country. And that's why I was going to say the player I'm most interested in watching. Remy. Oh. Remy. Remy. Remy's the most important. Top shelf. A double. Um, I'm most inter- interested in watching him because, I first of all, I just enjoy watching him play basketball. Like, good... If- Good Remy Martin is a lot of fun to watch. If Kansas wins the national title, will you vow to drink a full bottle of Remy Martin? That's a lot of Remy Martin. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot. lot of rum. That's a lot of <laughs> Bill, rum. Bill Self saying that's a lot of Remy Martin. Six, I don't know if I can six shots for six wins of Remy Martin to win a national title. You know what? We might have to buy a bottle before Thursday, and we might have to take one per win. And see how it goes. Handshake. If you're listening on the pod, on the pod, the audio, you didn't hear the handshake. It, it, it. it Scott, occurred. Scott, and Kevin, witnesses. It, it occurred. Well, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't their eyes it. didn't see it, but they they're heard. also shaking hands. It sounds. It does. We're, sound we're like trying to make that. Indeed. Indeed. We're trying to make the sound effect noise for you guys. That's appreciated. Try it again. Ready? Thank you. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, he's he's. I had so much fun Saturday night watching good Remy Martin go for 12, 4, 4, and 3. 
And if that happens a lot, I will be very interested in watching it. I'm also, my second pick, my consolation prize, my runner-up. Can you guess? Ty Ty Washington? I was going to say Keegan Murray. Okay. I love watching him play basketball. Fairweather answer maybe a little bit. What do you mean fairweather answer? I've been riding with him all year. You think I've been riding with... Not not this I've been riding with him all year. That's true. The nation. To the nation, that's a fairweather answer. Yeah, like I'm going to look like I'm a trendy trendy Iowa guy. I've been on Iowa all year. I got the heat check poll receipts to prove it. You drink kombucha? No. That's just disgusting. No, I do What's not. wrong with you people? That includes Susan. What is wow, wrong wow, with you? call out. It, call out. Dirt water. Next question. Next question. Uh, real quick, I have a player, actually. Oh, okay. yes. Contribute. I got one, too, after. Yes, let's hear it. I'm looking forward to watching Ali Ali. He's the forward on Akron. He's averaging, you know, 14 yeah. points per game. You know, he could be a factor here when they play UCLA, obviously, this week. And also, how can you not love him? How can you not love Akron? I mean, their mascot's name is Zippy the Kangaroo. So Zip. Zippy the Kangaroo for the Akron Zips. Zip, 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 zip. So, yeah. But, yeah. Zip. Ali Ali, watch out for him. He could have an impressive game against UCLA. He's been solid all year long and been we- really consistent for Akron. 1,000% get a LeBron tweet if that game's even remotely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even think that. about that. that oh, my goodness. Percent. Can we delete a question and, and uh, actually <laughs> sub-question, sub-question, because Kevin just brought up a solid, solid point. Mm-hmm. Top five things in the, in the tournament that could prompt a LeBron tweet. <laughs> I need, I need, I need that ranking list. Who's from Cleveland that goes to Kentucky? I don't know. Is there? Is there somebody <laughs> just saying that's hypothetical? Oh, oh, oh! He's looking for the perfect. I think, I think number one is okay. Let's do this quickly. Brainstorming is gonna be anything like, positive. Ohio yeah. State. Yeah. EJ Liddell, um, that boy's special. <laughs> anything Akron does. If Akron competes, I don't know. I don't think LeBron is tying himself to losing. No. <laughs> so if Akron just gets, you should look at the team he's playing on right now. <laughs> yes. He no. No. Yeah. Yeah. He. he, he there's a disassociation from that group of losers that he's. Is there something Bronny oriented? I'm trying to think. Maybe. Maybe we get like a tipped and edits drop like second weekend of the tournament. We gotta steal the spotlight from K. <laughs> Gotta get back. It's the, him. It's the, like three-way tug of war between Tom Brady, <laughs> Coach K, and LeBron James. In the narcissism power rankings, I think so. Akron being competitive, Ohio State, uh, maybe like a late-game buzzer beater for Malachi Branham against Loyola gets a tweet. I think the um, immediately when Coach K loses, we're getting a mm-hmm. we're getting a mm-hmm. gonna miss him. Mm-hmm. And and like a, a picture of we them might get a we on might the podium. we honestly might yeah we might get a Instagram post at King James of like of of Olympic LeBron with Coach K and be like if I had ever told seventeen year old me that I was gonna get to get coached by the the legend Coach K I'd be speechless I would have gone to Duke hashtag just a kid from Akron hashtag strive for greatness <laughs> and then uh, you know like fifty thousand King emojis. Yes. I wonder if anybody has the Twitter and Instagram handles LeBron James because he's King James. 
Oh, somebody I has to. That right um, anybody from Sierra Canyon that we could have? Amari. Like, but no, no, no. But like that's in the tur- that's going to be playing in the tournament uh, that has played with. Well, those teams turn over so much. It's yeah, the hard part. Because I was like, Zaire Williams is gone. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of if there's oh ah. Uh, Maybe like a Gabe. I mean, Gabe Cups, future future LeBron tweet to like three years from now when he's balling for Gabe Indiana. Cups when he's balling for Indiana, yeah. Be like, I'm that team has. I known this boy is gonna be special since he was fourteen. He, I mean, <laughs> my man has been on an absolute tear. His high school teams won forty five in a row. Incredible. Shout out. To that Sam. was talking LeBron. LeBron tweets. Next question. That's not even a question. Next question. Next question. Okay. Wait, 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 Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Player you're most interested in watching. You said you had one. Um, I got a couple, but... The, the, the mic is in your mouth. Sorry. <laughs> I got a couple, but the, the one I'm most intrigued by, Monty Bates. Is he going to play? He's not, he, Scott, he's not with Memphis. Oh, he's not? He's not the with the team. Okay, hold on. Let me <laughs> but that would be crazy. <laughs> let me get it for one. Hold on. All right, okay, okay. all right. Trey Mitchell <laughs> comes this back. You didn't hear it. Um, <laughs> you know what? Don't be insane. <laughs> Sorry. The all Let's left see the if team you can do team. It again. Johnny Juzang. The the Amani. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, it's a good one. I feel like we of all the teams that we've not talked about enough, like in this. UCLA has flown really under the radar. Yes, because they're playing at yes. No, no, no. No, just gen- gen- this season. Just They've just kind of, like, been there. Fear. They've done just enough to, like, remain relevant. Been just good enough to do that. They've had some injuries. I, I, Money Mick likes to be out of people's mouths. He likes to fly under the radar. Yeah. Very Cincinnati of him. Yes. Uh, Scott, what are your expectations for UCLA? Like, do you think this is something that you're... It's a tough region, but I don't believe Baylor is going to get past North Carolina or Marquette. Wow. So and I think UCLA p- beats both of them, so I expect an Elite Eight out of, the, out of UCLA. Oh. Whoa. Yeah, turn it up. Turn it up. Turning run, Mick. Well, turn I'll it up. Do, I'll turn do you run, better. In, but can in we run it back for a second? Bracket, I have UCLA in my Final Four. Oh. I don't know if they can get Kentucky. I mean, lock that in. If you're going to go out there and say it, you're on a Tuesday yeah, night on the precipice of the tournament. Change, Nothing's going to change that's going to deter you from that. Lock it in. I'm locking it in. Yep. That's UCLA it. Final Four. Cabin later. Yep. Cool. Back-to-back Final Fours, the greatest coach in UCLA basketball history. Oh. And my most hated coach in history. You hate Mick Cronin more than any coach? Uh, more than K? You don't know how much that man put me through in the American Conference. Such a I feel like I feel like I feel like Scott is lacking a little bit of perspective on yeah, that one. On that one. Maybe just maybe a just a short life experience. A man who's yet to hit the ripe age of twenty years old. Scott, are you nineteen yet? Scott, are you nineteen yet? Yes, I am, Gabe. As of January third. Didn't get a happy birthday. Belated happy birthday. I'm so no, sorry. Um, I think it was prior to. I was not yet a part of the heat check roster. Kevin's showing us a picture of Akron. Zippy. This is the zip. The zip. That's a thick kangaroo. <laughs> it's got a lot of junk in its pouch. Show the stream. Zippy the zip. Zippy the zip. Zippy go. the zip. Give it back to the. I oh hope man. that screenshot gets found on like no context, please. Yes. Um. Next question. 
Next All right, question. This is one I'm sure you're both dying to answer. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm holding on. Can you imagine though? Monty Bates came back <laughs> and like led agent of chaos. This is the no, guy no, no, that no. I picked to win national player of the agent year. And he chaos. emerges. Yeah, guys, we should we should low key be able to like stone Peyton for the Igor take and the Monty take. <laughs> wow. Ducko. And the Flanders Fleming. Receipts. There's Igor. He made it on the wall. He did make it on the wall. Okay. The question I'm sure both of these guys are dying to answer. How does Mike Krzyzewski's career end? Wait, we skipped. We didn't. We skipped. You skipped thirty-six. I did. Yes. My bad. (laughs) Well, someone had had bolded it out already. Kevin. Well, I bolded it out because we're about to get to it, and then all of a sudden you forgot to go back (laughs) to Scotty. Mm -hmm. What mid-major player is the most exciting to watch? Oh, jeez. Hand up, though. That was my bad. Oh, I I got an answer before you do. There's a good Peter Kiss. I have neighbors. Well, but that's not mid-major. That's I, I have neighbors. That is, that is yeah, we need, to have, we need to have a reasonable... <laughs> I reasonable. have one. I love it, though. Keep the intensity. Um, I mean, what were you going to say? Peter Kiss is low-major? Does that not count? That's mid-major. That's no, that's low-major. Low-major... I think it counts. I think you lump every it, it, team that's it, not from it, a power conference into the mid-majors. Okay. I agree with that statement. Um, Division two. Yeah. And the American. The American doesn't count either. Yeah, the American All right. Um, Ali Ali from Akron for me. I mean, you love Ali Ali. <laughs> Another shout out. Ali. That's the three mentions now. Um, like a butterfly. In two specific instances. I mean, I don't want to cop out. I really don't want to cop out. But I'm going to say Malachi Smith again. I knew you would. I just He's a bowling ball. He's 6'4", like 220 pounds. He gets downhill. He gets to the cup and gets buckets. I don't know what else you want from me. Sorry, guys. Um. Okay. All right. Next question. All right. What, what conference, conference is most likely to play 2021 Pac-12 and dominate the tournament? SEC. It's the SEC. Ooh. But I think it has to be out of nowhere. That's the thing. But, like, we knew better. The Pac-12, we knew was set up to do that, especially once we found out that Oregon was not going to play a first-round game. So I guess the yeah. nation didn't, but I don't know what conference that could be this year. Unless... Um, I mean, the American got two teams, right? It has to be a conference that got six. And that leaves you with a pool of how many conferences? Three? Um, Let me see. I... I did see the Big East got Villanova, Seton Hall, UConn, Marquette. Okay, there's four leagues that got six. Okay, SEC so got six, Big 12 got six, Big East got six, Big 10 got nine. So who can dominate it? It can't be Big 10 because it's expected, right? right? Well, also the Big Ten's overrated. No, like they could, ex- like they have so many teams in it. Like, the whole thing with the Pac-12 is every game that they won, we were like, holy crap, another Pac-12 win. They're getting more money for the conference, all this kind of stuff. Like, it, it came out of nowhere. So, I honestly think it's the Big East because I have a belief that a lot of those teams are not very good. And it would, <laughs> it would, 
<laughs> Scott goes, yes. And then I immediately go, because I don't think a lot of those teams are very yeah. good. No. Um, <laughs> we need the clips. Of, no. Thank you. Um, I Because Marquette could win a couple games. It would mm-hmm. surprise me if they won those games. Shout out Lewis. Shout out Justin Lewis. Um, not DeAndre Williams. Not DeAndre Williams. But also shout out to him. Um, and then, like, who else is in the... It, Creighton. It would surprise me if they won their first game. So it would, it would surprise me if they won it multiple really, games. It, Texas fans would be like, if Texas gets beat first round and Marquette goes on a run, that would feel really not good. And I would love that, personally. Yes. Marquette gets Sweet 16. They beat North Carolina. They beat Baylor. Shaka's like, I am Shaka Smart, and you are fools. I'm here for it. It definitely would be unexpected. I think it's the Big East. Because it I, in my book, it has to be unexpected. Um, when the SEC teams that can make a run that wouldn't be expected aren't really existent. The top four, is, we expect it from all of them. Alabama, it's like, oh. They're capable. I guess if LSU made a run, it'd be kind of crazy. So, and maybe this was a poorly worded question by when I wrote it, but the Big East having a run of five teams in the Sweet 16 would be Pac-12-like from last year. The 2018 tournament? No, 2016 tournament, I believe, where we had... There's one year or whatever where we we had like three ACC teams in the Elite Eight, multiple Elite Eight games that were ACC team versus ACC team. That could be the SEC. Okay. Where they they roll off some long tourney runs from from, but the bottom of the league's not. I don't know. Next question. Which conference is most likely to get exposed and have tournament contenders fall apart? The SEC. Really? Yeah. You think they'd be exposed? Yeah, they could. I mean, none of these teams have won away from home all year. Not at the high level. So, like, you're looking at a league with two top two seeds, a three seed, and a four seed. Now, when you look at the bracket, you say to yourself, okay, I don't really see a world in which Auburn is going to lose early. Right? Like, I, I mean, Miami, USC could give them problems, but they really should beat both. Um, because even against Auburn, if uh, against Miami, if Miami's running the five out thing, Auburn can just be like, okay, cool, bet. We'll play Jabari Smith, our 6'10, do everything guy at center. Um, and they can do that. So, like, I'd be surprised if Auburn loses early. Um, considering it's the best season in school history. You'd probably like to see them at least go to the Elite Eight. So I guess anything less would be somewhat of a disappointment. But for Arkansas, I mean, UVM poses some problems in the first round. I think in a matchup with Connecticut, they pose matchup problems for Connecticut. Uh, I think Williams can do something to neutralize Sonogo to some effect, uh, especially because Sonogo has a tendency, and Scott, you can confirm this, to play a little bit out of control at times. And Williams is so good at drawing charges. That fair? I agree, but the problem is UConn, when Sonogo's not having good games, they spread it out to Polly, Martin, and Cole and rain in shots. Yeah, they but they 
also are going against an Arkansas team that's pretty good on the wing. It's it I, it's going to be the best four or five matchup of the tournament, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, so like I mean, Arkansas could get got. Tennessee, I, I, I mean, they're playing really well right now. Longwood's not an incapable team, but they should win that one. Their second round matchup should be highly winnable as well versus a winner of Michigan CSU. So I get what you're saying, but like. I also could see a world, again, where none of these teams have won away from home. And to conclude a long answer, I think that there is expectation that all these teams have a pathway. And then just to kind of round it out and just mention Kentucky. um, Kentucky, obviously, 215 should win their first round game. And then Murray State could give them some issues. But they are way bigger, way more athletic than Murray State. And then you're looking at a Sweet 16 best case scenario in terms of competition that yields Purdue and I think Kentucky matches up pretty well with Purdue a team that's pretty soft against a team that's really rugged yeah I think it's the big 12 honestly because if here's the thing six teams in the big east or the big 12 excuse me um make the tournament Kansas you would think should make the it should make the final four out of the the that, yeah out of what they were given they should make the final four okay so if they don't that's a disappointment i think there's a very good chance that we walk away from the first weekend and we go you know that Baylor team was injured a lot not that surprising that north carolina beat them there's a decent to good chance that texas tech walks out of the first weekend in my mind and they have one of those 8 minute droughts where they score one where they shoot and make one basket from the floor um and Alabama beats them or Rutgers beats them. It wouldn't surprise me if that happens. Mm-hmm. And then you go down the line and you go, well, they're an underdog against TCU's an underdog against Seton Hall. So I wouldn't expect them to win that game. Um, you've got Texas and Virginia Tech, which is a toss up game. And you've got Iowa State, who's going to be an underdog against LSU. So there's three teams that I would expect to, I would probably expect to lose or have very tough games. I think TCU will beat Seton Hall for the, for the record. And it wouldn't surprise me if Beard wins. But stubble. If all of those stubble, excuse me. If Get it, right. it wouldn't surprise me if all three of those teams lose, and it wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me if Baylor and Texas Tech are done before the Sweet Sixteen. And in that case, then you're just riding everything on KU. And weird things have happened to Bill Self. Weird things have happened to Bill Self. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's the case. The Big Ten is the one that consistently underperforms relative mm-hmm. to expectations. And they really only have seven teams in because two of them had to go to the first four, but they could be disappointing as well. I don't think it's the SEC. I actually think the SEC has the safe, safer floor because I think there's multiple teams that have like pretty obvious first-round wins. And then from there, games that they should be favored in that I would think that they're going to win. Like I think public perception is different because there's certain teams that are going to, from the Big 12 – the public is going to be like, well, Texas losing to Virginia Tech, that that sucks. And it does. It does suck because it would be them massively underperforming from preseason expectations, but it wouldn't surprise me. So I think the Big 12 can get exposed. Okay. Next question? Next question. I believe it's me. Yeah. If you could get a ticket to one of the first weekend sites for free, which pod would you go to? All right. Do you need do you need it listed out in front of you? I mean, I've got it up. Okay. So, 
it's the set of four games. So Thursday or Friday, plus then the two games on Saturday. So six games, really. Um, I'm going to say, if you got it up first, you go for it. Oh, okay. So, um, if you can go anywhere, you're getting free tickets, and they say, pick one of the eight spots you're going. Where are you going? I think that I am probably going to Pittsburgh. Shout okay. out Nick Case. So, what are the four games? Shout on? out my, my man Nick Case, Pittsburgh native. I want to try a fry burger, but on top of that, I think that like I, I I've touched on it already in the previous pod. But I think that, like, if you're looking for upset potential, and, yeah, that's why we go to the tournament, right? Seed upset-wise, I think there's a good chance that you're getting a seed upset in three, at least, of the six matchups, including one that I think is feasible, 13-4, and and the most likely 12-5, in my opinion. Uh, And then, you know, from there, everything else is pretty much gravy. Um, but when I'm talking about that, I, I probably should do a better job of illustrating that. I'm talking about Chattanooga against Illinois and then UAB against Houston. So the games um, in that pod are Loyola Chicago and Ohio State, Delaware, Villanova, the two that I just mentioned. I think that rounds it out, yeah? Yeah, and then you would get the winners of those games. Yep. Yeah. Um, for me, Pittsburgh's a very good choice. Buffalo would be good too. Scott, Buffalo's Scott, my second you're gonna like choice. it. Buffalo is my number one pick. Yeah, Man. my second pick would actually be Milwaukee. Well, I think I think our boy Riley is getting to go to a pretty solid region. Yeah, you get Wisconsin. You're gonna get a good environment. Wisconsin no, with true. their home fans. You're gonna get Iowa State, LSU, which will be a competitive game. I would think Virginia Tech, Texas is gonna be a very competitive game. And then the the three fourteen game in. The Virginia Tech and Texas region is Yale Purdue, so you get to watch Ivy Purdue. The reason I'm changing my answer now to Buffalo is something that Scott just said. UConn and Providence would travel extremely well. Agreed. For games in Buffalo, and the atmosphere in those buildings, in that building, would be awesome. I assume they're playing at the house that Bobby built, wherever Buffalo plays. No. No, no where, where are they playing? At the Sabers Arena. I don't know what it's. I don't know what. Is that not where Buffalo plays? No, that's not where they play. They're playing these games at the KeyBank Center, which is where the Sabers play. Is Buffalo technically the host, though? Yeah, Buffalo's okay. the host. Yes. Yeah. Buffalo's about a three-hour drive from Storrs, Connecticut. They're gonna. They're gonna show up. Man. How about Providence? Uh, that, that would be about five or six. That's the thing. That's the thing about the Providence upset pick. Is it's like, man. Yeah, South Dakota crowd. State is going to be playing on the road. Like it's definitely going to be a road game. Yeah, so, and we know how the dunk gets down. We do know how the dunk gets down. A lot of Taylor Swift. If they're bumping T Swift, that old dude in Buffalo, dude, yeah, the old guy. There's rain on the floor. Egg Cooley. It's God's. It's God's sweat. It is God's sweat. AKA Coach K sweat. No, no. Stop. I mean, that's what he thinks. Next question. <laughs> 40. Which second weekend set would you most want to go to? I mean, I went first this last time. Okay. I I feel like your answer is pretty obvious. You'd want to go to Chicago. Well, yes. But as an objective Woo! basketball fan, 
I think San Francisco would be fun. No, actually, no. Actually, I don't know why I'm trying to. I'm. I don't even yeah, think it's biased it. to just say like Chicago. The vibe in Chicago will be incredible. You're you're almost guaranteed that Kansas or Iowa, which is very solid driving distance from Chicago, or Kansas just has an insane alumni base in Chicago, is getting there. So that's great. If you get Wisconsin there, that's such a, a heavy Wisconsin grad area as well, and just uh, a college that has a bunch of people who know how to party and have a good time and support their school so that would be a ton of fun and then iowa state's close i wouldn't be surprised if they like did something and there. you got coach k jealous of you that you're in chicago and he's not yes exactly <laughs> so everybody everybody wishes they were there um yes okay i'm saying the midwest okay uh i would pro i'm down between two i'm down between san antonio and and San Diego because no, uh, what have I done wrong? San Diego is not a fine. It's San Francisco for the West. ESPN is telling me San Diego. That's that's just wrong. ESPN's gotten it wrong. They're wrong. Yeah. San Francisco, California. Yes. Is that the Chase it's Center? At the Chase Center. Yes. Well, so ESPN did. Joe Lenardi. No, that's not Joe. No, it is his fault. He's the bracket guy. That's very. I was told he was a bracket guy. His fault. Um. Well, I was lied to. But am San Francisco. I, like, am I hallucinating? Like what the West is in San Francisco, right? Indeed. Yeah. Okay. It's so they wrong. got it wrong. ESPN wrong. <laughs> Breaking news. ESPN wrong. In the bracket that Coach K is in, they got it wrong. Yeah. How could they ever? How how dare they? Um, it's a sin, Gabe. It's a sin that San Francisco is. It's a sin. That San Diego is not in this tournament. Virginia is not in this tournament. Man. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm between the two of them because I would really like to see an Arizona-Tennessee game. I think that would be awesome. I, those teams don't like each other from previous proceedings. It got chippy last time. Really good guards. Arizona is the most fun watching college basketball. You said that a while ago. It's still true. Yeah. Um, but I think the answer has to be San Diego slash San Francisco just simply out of the fact that like that that's history. Whether it's Eric Musselman getting a shot at him or Danny Hurley getting a shot at him for not recruiting him but recruiting his brother. Oh, that would be... Wow. While Danny had to go play at Seton Hall, Bobby got to be the star with Leitner at Duke. I didn't even think about that. Bobby Hurley would be in the building for that game. For sure. No No doubt doubt about it. No doubt. It'd be really weird if he wasn't. Be some Aaron Rodgers stuff. He's got nothing else to do. It's also accurate. Thank you for driving that one home. <laughs> I'm glad that that was said by not one of us. Next yeah. question. Um, also the Gonzaga point as well. Yeah. 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 If it's the end of Coach K, it's going to be incredible to be there. Next question. He might not leave the floor. What story also, line, Nate Oates. What that could also happen. Are you rooting for the most? What was the question? What Repeat. What storyline are you rooting for the most? Coach K losing the first round the Cal State Fullerton. Uh, no, no. The Tommy Lloyd versus Mark Few thing is, I need that. In a natty. In a national title, and I need Tommy Lloyd to beat him. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy Lloyd beating him would be very It's like, dude, I was your secret sauce. Um, and as a first-year coach, I'm going to deprive you from a national title again, third time. On a personal level... 
in terms of heat check storylines, I'm rooting for Kansas to beat the ever-living shit out of Providence in the Sweet 16 <laughs> and then turn around and demoralize Wisconsin in the Elite Eight. That that would be, from a storyline perspective, it would... I it, think it would be, from a storyline perspective, way better if Providence won that game. In a no, close game why, that they why, got very lucky. That's the in. one that you are rooting for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, straw poll, straw poll of the entrance here. Which storyline is better for this program? Providence beating Kansas. Yeah, duh, duh, yes. duh. Of course, me parading around is not the better outcome. But and it needs to be a a ball, like final shot from Ochai. Leaves his hands thirty footer. Looks like it's gonna come down and splash. Instead, Rattles somehow in pops out and wedgies. Gets stuck uh, in the it's game. Gotta ends. Be that, it's got to be a Providence buzzer beater, like an outdoor half court. The closer. Shot. Yeah. No. Send him home. You start the you start the <laughs> montage. I love I was, Scott. I was, Scott. Yeah, Scott. Goodness gracious, I love beautiful you. human being. I was Scott in this. The one. beginning of the montage of you guys dunking on me is me in Monday night's pod being like the closer, Al Durham. <laughs> I hope no one heard that, but if they did, we're going to be in some trouble. I hope someone heard that from Providence. The Marvin's room. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I, I mean, I know Logan Camden would edit that thing up in a yeah, second. He, he would love to make another dunk on me moment. Um, and you guys would as well. The real storyline I'm rooting for the most. Ooh, Is that Marvin's room? I think it was. Yeah, it was. Yes, I've not listened to Marvin's room since Raptors traded DeMar DeRozan. We also cannot play that song on this, song. or we will get. Yeah, I, I we will get that. cut. Okay, room is not my first rodeo. Um, what's the storyline you're screaming for? I mean, Lloyd versus Few would be a legitimately incredible thing. Um, Foster lawyer revenge game, <laughs> but that's not that's not a big enough that's not a big enough big enough picture thing. No, it's not. Um, ooh, actually. Pause. KU Auburn Elite Eight. That would be good. FBI battle. Bruce well, Pearl. Well, LSU can also participate potentially down the road. Bruce too. Pearl. <laughs> and Arizona. Yes. They're all stacked up on that Dude, right side. If Kansas got, my goodness, Creighton cheated too. Creighton had a guy go to <laughs> Kansas versus Creighton, and then Kansas takes a little detour, beats the shit out of Providence. Then Kansas plays either USC, bag droppers, LSU, <laughs> bag droppers, <laughs> bag droppers, or Auburn, bag droppers. And then they get to the national championship game and they run into Tommy Lloyd, which like, eh, it's not Sean Miller. He hasn't had enough time to drop the bag he, yet. He hasn't had enough time to do anything. He has to yeah. build up his credit first. But that is that is a possibility. Goodness gracious, that'd be incredible. And then you get to the national championship game, Kentucky. Isn't CSU like in some like hot waters NCAA stuff? I don't, Colorado State? I thought I saw something. No, I don't. I don't. Not Charleston Southern. I'm the storyline I'm rooting for the most. The FBI revenge tour. Every school that has been implicated in the FBI stuff. We know your playbook. Needs to go and win. They know our playbook. Go and game. win. Go and win. Uh, <laughs> um, man, that would be good. That would be good. Providence winning the national title would be insane. Uh, LSU going on a run without Will Wade, knowing that it's going to get vacated immediately. Oh, would be tough. That would be cool. 
That'd Actually, be cool. I don't think this this wouldn't get vacated. The the stuff in the past. All the players who would be playing for the championship would be illegally recruited. Yeah, it'd get vacated. Yeah, it would. Xavier Pinson wasn't illegally recruited. We don't know what they know. They know our playbook. I don't think so. I think... You don't think Eric Gaines ben was illegally Simmons, recruited? Ben Simmons' NIT appearance gets vacated. That wasn't even Will Wade. 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 So I'm going to say I apologize for the ricochet, yeah, sh- ricochet shot for, uh, what's his name? Johnny. Who is that coach? His name was Johnny. I don't know. He was basketball Marvin Lewis. He just kind of was really bad. He was really bad at his job. Whoa. I'm. Uh, Speaking of which, did you know Donnie Tindall's show cause is coming up? He's about to get back in the game. Bring him back. Bring him back. Next question. 42, 43, 44, 45. We're going to be rapid questions, so we're going to try to get through these quickly here. Okay. Um, it's just literally who is most likely – what team is most likely to eliminate this – the team I say? So, first, which team is most likely to eliminate Gonzaga? Duke. Mm, Arkansas. Are we saying before the – okay, wait. Are we saying before the Final Four or just like in general? In general. Arkansas. Really? Yeah. On the basis of what? On the basis they get on the earliest and showing the matchup. I don't trust, trust their, their bigs against, against Timmy and Holmgren. Uh, I don't trust their guards against Note and Amude. And again, Fair. when it's a battle of bigs versus guards, I always take guards because you can just do a lot more in terms of trying to get those guys off the floor. Like, you're never going to play. There's no way in which they can play J.D. Note off the floor. There is a way where they can play Timmy off the floor. I'm going to say Duke is my answer. Okay. If we're going pre-final That's probably floor, the right answer. Yeah. I'm going to say Duke. Um, but the funny thing is, if you ask me to list the five most likely teams to beat Gonzaga, two of the five are in their... Two of their five are definitely in their region. Maybe three. Yes. Although, I don't know if Alabama's capable of being there. All right, next question. Sorry. Now, who's most likely to eliminate Arizona? It's most likely to eliminate each one. Okay. Tennessee. Tennessee. I think they've got the guard play to control the flow of the game to an extent and slow Arizona down a little bit. I think they've got a good wing to throw at Benedict Matherin and Josiah Jordan-James. And uh, the front court thing is going to be really tough, but they do have a seven-footer in Euros. The crazy thing is the two toughest teams for Arizona to beat, they could only see one of them in the national championship. Gonzaga and Kentucky, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, those are the only two teams in the country that can, like, feel comfortable playing at Arizona's tempo. In their bracket, I would say Illinois. Because we've seen it. Okay. We've seen that they can match up. Okay. So I will say Illinois. All right. Uh, Kansas. In their bracket, Iowa. In general, Arizona in the in the Final Four. It's Auburn, and I don't know how you are so unafraid of Auburn. Who the hell does Kansas have that can do anything to guard Jabari Smith? 
Christian Brown. <laughs> that ain't gonna go I know, well. I, know, like, I, I love CB. I know, I know that's gonna go horribly. It would have to be. It would have to be a whale of a fight from Jalen Wilson. And like maybe and some CB. You could dig in. And, uh, that's a good shout. But like Auburn plays at a tempo that like doesn't really exist in the Big Twelve. Kansas likes to run. Auburn likes to run too, and Auburn's better at it. No, they're not. They're when just, it's running for Auburn, when it is working for Auburn, and they play light year speed, like Auburn, Auburn struggles at their very most, like really breaking teams down in the half court and forcing guards to make decisions, hard decisions. Like that should concern you, and maybe you just are so confident that. Bill Self is going to outcoach Bruce Pearl, but I, I would contend to you that Bruce Pearl's been pretty consistently successful in the tournament. A lot of my, a lot of mine is I just don't think Auburn's getting there. I just okay, don't think that's Auburn's fair. That's there. fair. Miami. No, there's a lot of nightmare fuel for you in this bracket. There's a lot of things that yeah. There's a lot of places like, where Ed even can if get it's thrown in my face, revenge. a lot of places where Chuck, like the thing is. There's multiple teams that could beat Kansas where you could make a, a clip fest of me saying you, you, dumb stuff. You just shat on LSU for a while. They were overrated. They were. And now they're properly rated. They've got a chance to really, they'll get you back. I was... Dom Stern. I was right about Iowa State. Let's be real. Dom Stern could get you. I like how both SDSUs are in this, this yeah. re- region here. Um... Providence speaks for itself. Creighton, in-state thing. I mean, really, the spiders for our, our boy Griffin Peters. Jacob Gilliard, revenge game. Kansas yeah. City native. Um, no, I'm, I'm still saying Iowa in the Midwest is the toughest one because they could get 30 bombed by Keegan Murray and Jordan Bohannon and like Patrick McCaffrey it are dudes who like Peyton Sanford. Like, those are dudes yeah. who in the tournament bomb against Kansas. Like, that's just what happens. So it's Iowa, it's Arizona in the Final Four, and if they get to the national championship, I actually think they match up with Gonzaga better than they match up with Kentucky. Even though we've seen, well, uh, oh, better Way than different Kentucky. Gonzaga team. Well, we, better Last than year. Kentucky. Any team with legit bigs is going to give Kansas problems. Yeah, probably. That's a fact. Yeah. Okay, next one is Baylor, correct? Baylor, yeah. That's the last one. I, I think it's, I mean, the North team Carolina? that's, yeah, I think it actually might be the winner of the 8-9 that could give them the most problems. Marquette I mean, would saying give them this, problems. Marquette would not give them problems. Probably not, probably not, probably not. We're saying this, though. If yeah. we're down on Baylor all of a sudden again, and I remind folks that they lost their first game of the conference tournament last time, second game, whatever it was. The second game, right? It was a semifinal. And then proceeded to win the national title. And I think it's it's Kentucky easily. Actually, no, it's UCLA because yeah. that's a team that can half-court yeah. them. And, it's Indiana. And the size isn't going to hurt them that much. If, it's not Indiana. Dude, if, if Indiana beats... Indiana can if beat Indiana UCLA. Beats Indiana native Scott Drew... How much money do you think they threw at Scott Drew? Do you think an under Not the- enough. Not enough. Yeah, not clearly. Not enough. That Magnolia money, though. Next question. Uh, Baylor. Well, we just, we just talked did it. About we just Baylor. did Baylor. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you do be like that sometimes. I apologize. Hand up. That's on me. 
Hand up. Nick Collinson. Hand up. All right, uh, 46, what is your dream referee crew in the Final Four? Ooh, that's you. That's all you. All I know is I need Teddy Valentine there because he gave me bumpers. One. James Breeding! <laughs> How mad did James Breeding make you that night, Scott? Stuff got broken in my room. Whoa! Whoa, Whoa that's breaking news. I didn't know that. Whoa. We need a bumper now on the stream. Stuff got broken. James Breeding, <laughs> just loud and proud. Okay. Conspiracy didn't work. You still won the game. So what conspiracy. He's the one who tossed Book Knight, right? Or was it Hurley? Yeah, no, no, no. He, no. Tossed, he Hurley. tossed Hurley. It was different crews, though, that worked those games. Yes. He tossed Hurley. Uh, I'm trying to think of mm-hmm. um, Doug Sermon's double-teed Bob Huggins this past week. Uh, that's good. So he would. I don't, I, he might be due for a Final Four. I don't remember the last time he was there. I know way too many college basketball officials. Yes, you do. Officials Gene Steratore? Uh, Gene Steratore no longer refs. No, I know that. Higgins? Higgins, he loves to show his ass in front of the review monitor in the last two minutes. So, so, that was the best way you could have said that. So my answer is not... Uh, he wears tight freaking pants, he too. He does. He does. Like, it's a little uncomfortable. High waisters. Yes. <laughs> High waisters. He looks like a, a college baseball player trying to pick up a chick at the at his games. Um, I don't know anything about. Is that a thing that baseball players do? Yes, they wear tighter, tighter baseball pants. Yeah, for okay. sure. Like that's a real thing. Um, Doug Sermon's John Higgins would be uh, just an elite pairing um, with Teddy Valentine. With Teddy Valentine, that'd be sick. Um, <laughs> that would be the longest national championship game of all time. That Who's thing would take Arizona four hours. Guy? Who's the Arizona guy that we were talking oh. about? Oh, oh, I forgot him. Uh, apparently, the guy who officiated the Arizona State Arizona game, in which Stanford or the Stanford Arizona State game, excuse me, where Stanford shot like a record amount of free throws. In Palo Alto is an Arizona grad. We tried to follow it down the rabbit hole. He's actually been very down the middle with ASU, though. I'm trying to find his name, if I can find. If not slanted towards ASU, in fact, it's not that guy. It's 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 on this though. It should be. He's on the ESPN game page now. This is great radio. They don't have his name. Well, he's not good enough. We're moving on. John Higgins, Doug Sermons. And, oh, actually, take it back. When Mitch Lightfoot got a technical against TCU Thursday last last week at home, the guy who gave six T signals <laughs> for the technical foul. I don't even know his name. No, it was, it was, no, not, it it was not lowercase. T's. It was capital Bold. T's, and all six of them came in a row a for, for, just looking, for just looking at a guy. No words were said. College basketball official, officials suck. They suck. They are the only thing that can suck the joy of March out of me. They suck. As a collective. Also, PSA to the people. People need to know this. College basketball officials are not conference employees. This mm-hmm. is not college rep, college football referees. These guys do every league in the country. Some have preferences for other leagues. That's why I saw Teddy Valentine on a Charleston on Southern a and Tennessee South State game. game. Because he just cares about the kids. At, at, at his core... Teddy Valentine just cares about and the guess kids. And guess what? I, guess what happened in that game? Vicious block. Three no three reviews in the final minute. 
because no, you know what? Teddy Valentine said, I know ESPN Plus isn't real, isn't like live, live TV of like, it's not on your cable box, but I still want to be on it. I, think, I still want to be on I it. I think there was a Teddy Valentine emphatic block call there <laughs> at one point, for sure. Um, Shout out to Tasha Kelly, the first buzzer beater of March. Yes. And there was, oh, another guy I hope gets to the Final Four. Whoever did the vicious double block call in the Purdue-Wisconsin game two weeks ago. I just, the fact that I can remember these things is tells you everything you need to know about college basketball. If we want officials to call blocks and charges less, which I think we all do, we got to change the signal to something that doesn't involve a hip thrust. (laughs) (laughs) Or a power punch. Yeah. These dudes are out here getting boxing workouts in, doing charge calls. Like, like it's gotta be arm. like rubbing. It's gotta be like lobes. a sprinkler head, and then point the other way. It's gotta be like, yeah, you gotta do this. Like just rub your earlobes. I'm trying to think of just like signals that would be disgustingly bad. Like you gotta like touch your heel. That's the call, and it's like, bah. You gotta touch your toes. The thing is, I think every officiating signal is something that these. You gotta make these old guys do a stretch they don't want to do. That's what it is. Lunges. Yeah. You gotta do four lunges to single block. Can you imagine? It's like, oh, here he goes. That's one, two, and like he gets a pulled hamstring on the third, and he, there's no block. Like, so you get out of it. It's a guy's fifth foul. It's on the line. About to foul out, and like John Higgins, his pants rip because he can't do the lunges, <laughs> and the guy doesn't foul out because of it. Ah. Uh. Next question. Next question. Which announcing crew are you looking forward most to listening to? Do we have the crews up? Yeah. We've got Ian Eagle, Jim Spinarkle, Jamie that Riddle. Wins. That, that wins. Brad Nessler, Brendan Haywood, Evan Washburn, Andrew Catalan, Steve Lapis, and Andy Katz, Brian Anderson, Jim Jackson, Allie LaForce. Then you've got Kevin Harlan, Dan Bonner, Reggie Miller, Dana Jacobson, Jim Nance, Bill Raftery, Grant Hill, Tracy Wolfson. Of course, they put them on Duke. Duke, CSU, Fullerton. What you want? UMBC. Um, No, I'm just saying that it makes sense. Lisa Byington, Steve Smith, Avery Johnson, Lauren Shahadi. That's kind of an odd group. Spiro Didis. Spiro's underrated. Deb Antonelli and AJ Ross. I mean, he's on the eighth crew, which kind of stinks. But, like... Major he state. To do the NCAA he tournament. gets to do Milwaukee. He gets to do Milwaukee, which is a good pod of games. Yeah, uh, it's Ian. Gonna go with Ian. Ian's the best. Ian might be the best we got right now I in the game. He's elite, elite, elite for stuff like this. Um, I, I would be interested to see what an Ian Eagle Super Bowl would look like, like the biggest stuff. And, and Kevin, I know you can really weigh in on this too, as we were very much so inside baseball there and. I would be interested to see what that looks like because he doesn't necessarily fit the energy of a huge event like that the way we've seen it in the past, the Summerall model, yeah. um, which has evolved over time. And Al Michaels is the one who takes on that figure now uh, and just kind of the talisman of that. But I would be fascinated to see what he would do with the championship game, which it, Nance is great, but I, Ian Eagle calling – are you kidding me? I just want Ian Eagle, Chris Jenkins for the championship. I just want someone who calls college basketball throughout the season. To do also it, which true. Is part of the problem of like CBS doing the tournament because they don't do games throughout the year very much. But you know who does games throughout the year? Who? Andrew Catalan, who's who also is awesome. really good and is like 
countered by Lapis, who is he just sucks. like his hard. I like Lapis, but he's just like a hardliner. Like well, it, you're doing something stupid, and he thinks it's stupid. He'll tell you it's stupid. It's like what a stupid plan here on this position <laughs> possession. The ball isn't moving at all. It, yeah, it's fun. Kevin, thoughts on this? Yeah, I always like listening to Ian Eagle. He always has some great calls, especially on the upsets. I'm also a big fan of Brian Anderson as well, so I'm of course. looking forward to listening to him as well. So those are the two guys I always look forward to listening to. But like, I really am going to echo what you said. Catalan is really underrated when you look at the play of the broadcast that mm-hmm. CBS is running out with this year. Mm-hmm. It feels like the only big events that Catalan gets to do is like this and like the sixth NFL game. Yeah, pretty much. Scott, you've watched a lot of college basketball life uh, in your life. Anybody you've got particular memories tied to or any of these guys that you think are good? I mean, uh, my, my personal, personal favorite is Dan Schulman. I know he's not doing this. But, um, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's tough. Uh, I'm a Brad Nessler guy. See, that's a wild take. <laughs> J.D. Horn. Tubeless. <laughs> tubeless, tubeless, tubeless. Please he tell, me. Please tell me he's got Arizona. Plus, he's also doing the UConn. Ooh, uh, and he usually levels up for the tournament. I miss Vern. Nestor's oh, yeah, doing Uncle South Vern. Dakota State Providence. Vern. Good goodness. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. Next question. Al Durham. Most intriguing potential round Nate of 32 Watson. matchup, followed by the most potential intriguing 16, Sweet 16 matchup, and the most intriguing potential Elite 8, elite eight matchup. So are these three separate three. questions? Yeah. Yeah, three separate questions, but we'll just put them we're all going, together. Since we're going rap. we got to pick up the pace. We're bumping. Rapid fire. Okay. So, round of potential, 32. Okay, round of 32. Murray State, Kentucky. I don't hit that. For me? Oh, Scott said UConn, Arkansas. Yeah. For me... That's that's the one, but I don't understand anything else. It's the tournament. Gonzaga. It's gonna be good. Is really good. I think. Loyola Villanova. Yeah, I like that one. Give me Vodtech Purdue. A nice little battle between the Jesuit schools. Yes. Um, I mean, realistically, Loyola should have skipped the A10 step and gone straight to the Big East. Wisconsin Iowa State first one to forty. Like Loyola. Represents everything that they want from DePaul. I mean, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, I'm so sorry if you're crying over there. I would, I will provide tissues. Depressed, dude, Kevin. Um, I mean, you're you're not wrong. I mean, the biggest should be at 12, but so yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a. It, it fits the profile. It's a Christian school in a major market. Yeah, the last time the Big East expanded, it ruined the conference. The last time the Big East expanded, it was bringing you come back. <laughs> yeah, that's the last time the Big East expanded, man. Before that, like 2012. <laughs> they didn't yeah, expand. I know. The last, last time. The last, last time. Scott has not slept in weeks. I was 2013 when the conference technically folded and they relaunched in 2013. Scott, Scott sounds like he's like the drunk guy. <laughs> Sitting in the armchair at Thanksgiving, but actually providing like like UConn, Arkansas. That was a good. That was a good show. Hey, Bama, Texas Tech could be interesting. No. <laughs> Bama, Texas Tech. <laughs> Bama, no. Texas Tech could be a repeat of like Arkansas, Texas Tech last year. Mm. Too much defense. I could see that. Too much defense. Virginia, Virginia Tech, and Purdue would be cool too. Yeah, I was. I said that earlier. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because if Tech wins that game against Texas, it's like, oh baby, here we go. A bit, uh, of, an a bit of an underrated one. USC Auburn. 
Yeah, yeah that would be good too. Bag droppers. I keep saying that. Uh, South Dakota State and Iowa would be a lot of fun. Uh, Sweet Sixteen. Sweet Sixteen. You have to do a little bit of. You have to do a little bit of actual like. Yeah, it out mental here. gymnastics to game it out. Yeah, the winner of UConn, Arkansas versus Gonzaga, Kansas jumps Island. to mind. Um, Illinois, Houston, which we've talked about a little bit already. Uh, Arizona, Illinois. No, Sweet Sixteen. Sweet 16. Illinois oh, Houston will be the ahead. round of third. Yeah, yeah. You went back. Yeah. One of my Sweet 16s is North Carolina UCLA. So if that were to come to fruition, that'd be a great game. Yeah, that Kentucky, would be. Purdue. That's a blue blood. Kentucky right Purdue. Here. No, Kentucky Purdue. Oh, Kentucky Purdue. Yeah. That's a good one. And there's a regional aspect to that too. Yeah. Okay. Elite eight. Elite eight. Best matchup. It's really hard for me is to do Gonzaga this. Gonzaga right Duke. Now. Is it Gonzaga Duke? I think Arizona Villanova. Arizona Tennessee. I think Arizona Tennessee. Yeah, I do too. UCLA Kentucky. Man, that bracket really could have Kentucky, Indiana, UCLA. Oh, what if we got Kentucky, Indiana? Ooh, wow. Ignite that old rivalry. It won't happen. Not the only reason we say old is because Cal probably doesn't want to play that game. Well, true. I I, I mean I still think it's Gonzaga Duke. It just nobody's is. gonna fault you. It for just that. is Gonzaga Duke. So all right, those are our three questions there. Next question. All righty. Uh, how does Coach K's career end? I, most likely. Most likely, way Coach K's career ends. He's losing to Gonzaga. I want him to lose every game. I want them to lose, and then they trot him back out there. They give him a second chance <laughs> again. They're like, again. they're like, they're like, hey, retirement tour, you get a do over. It's just like you just keep like, you know, in NCAA, the option to restart the game is there. You just unplug the console. <laughs> you just run it back. Just unplug the console. Another simulation. Um. Yes. Yes. Guess we'll never know. Uh. Duke just Duke just walks in the locker room and is like, I, we'll never know how that last five minutes was gonna go. Even though they were down twelve to North Carolina, and I mean, desperately in need of a timeout. I wouldn't be surprised if K is just like, I mean, you know, COVID. We really shouldn't be playing anyway. I can't lose, guys. I can't lose. That was pretty I good. Can't. I can't lose. That was that pretty was good. I'm a stand-up guy. I'm a stand-up guy. I'll, I'll shake your hand. Stop. 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 I'll look you in the eye. Be quiet, please. Be quiet. I'm sorry. Do you think they would? You think they would do like a going away ceremony for him? <laughs> no, that's the thing. Is the the funny thing is this is Coach K's last first round game. Duke, everybody clap. You'll never see one of these again. You'll never see Coach K be threatened by a 15 seed ever again. Um, Until he if, loses to one, dude. If if they play Michigan State in the second round, what? Where are they at? Are they in Greenville? They are? Oh, that's a home game. Yes. Are they this? Okay, so uh, we, we obviously wouldn't know what the tip times are for. I think that it would. I think that's going to be, is that Friday or is that Thursday? Duke is on the 18th. That's Friday. Yeah, 18th is Friday, so that would be Sunday then. And do they have a game following them? Yes. Davidson, Michigan State follows. If Duke lost to Cal State Fullerton, I honestly think Coach K doesn't leave the floor. I think he stands on the sideline and just like weeps and and falls in the arms of Tom Izzo as Tom Izzo coaches the Foster Lawyer revenge game. 
I think that's the move. The the worst thing that can we that we can have happen is Coach K losing a game when there's another game in the pod to follow him. What if Davidson gets some real North Carolina academic superiority? Bring Steph Curry out of retirement for that one. No, put Steph Curry I on the bench for that one. Yeah. But Steph is like so I wasn't good enough for you? You wanted my brother, but not me. You didn't even really want my brother. You yeah. went to Liberty first. Yeah. Davidson also didn't want my brother. Also the case. Um so that that's what happened, right? Yeah. He didn't want yeah. Yeah, Davidson didn't want No scholarship. Him okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next question kind of if you guys have already answered this, you don't have to answer this one. But the next question is, what's the funniest or best outcome of Coach K's career? It's, you answer it. Yeah, it's any Kelsey of them can be. Nay, nay, on his grave, just like Mercer, except it's the gritty this time. All right, cool. And well, they can all be funny. They yeah, can all be the, funny. The, no, I, there's the, good outcome. Nate Oates, like the revenge tour of Nate yes. Oates, all that happened last year. Had to apologize for his comments made about Coach K being a little hoe, being like. That might have been aggressive. <laughs> that might have been no, a little no, bit too no, much. No, 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 I'm not gonna Nate Oates. I'm not gonna Nate Oates a Nate Oates situation. <laughs> I'm, I'm no apologies for me. No remorse. Um Yeah, Nate Oates getting him would be great. Muscleman <laughs> Muscleman <laughs> he ends Coach K's career, shakes his hand and then rips his shirt off. His shirt off and waves it around in a towel. Um <laughs> That'd be incredible. All of these things are funny. The further he gets in the tournament, the more nerve-wracking it gets for me personally because the closer we get to Coach K actually walking off with a title. That's nuclear doomsday. Yeah. But him losing in a title game would be hilarious. Watching, like... One shining moment with Coach K crying. We're definitely getting tears when he loses. No, when... When he loses, Scott, it's he's going. It's inevitable that he will lose. I can't wait till ten years from now, when players' accounts of the season start to leak out, and for the betterment of that, they better lose. Paolo Banchero's like, yeah, it was hell, dude. There's gonna be so much revisionist history of this Duke team if they won the national title. Yep. So no, we're, we can't have that. All right, next question. What is the best national championship outcome of the Okay. It's a hard question to answer. I mean, ESPN will tell you it is Duke winning. And that is far from the truth. It is. That is far from the truth. So so what is the truth on this one? Because, like, let's just go through the one seeds. Kansas, I mean, health of the sport. What, what defines health of the sport in this new NIL era? Not to get meta and just dodge the question, but I, I don't know what it means. I'm looking at... What the storylines that would come out of a national championship would provide. One of the one seeds winning a national championship would completely eliminate a certain storyline that exists, and it's Gonzaga. Gonzaga would be a very bad, like, to reverse this question and go, what is the worst national championship outcome for the health of sport? It's not Gonzaga. It's not the worst because the worst, honestly, is this is not Duke hate aside. Duke hate aside, the worst outcome for the national championship is Duke winning the national championship. Because if we walk away and the the lasting image of Coach K is him walking off with a title and him acting the way he does, 
and everyone doing the reverence for Coach K thing and then being like, well, he's and he's never coming back. How long till Brotherhood Productions has the doc out there tainting minds? Yeah, we cannot do that. So that would be Produced bad. by Kyrie Irving. Were you really a part of the Brotherhood? <laughs> or was it just a flat circle? A concept. Was it just yeah, a concept? Was it just a concept? Um, that we've all convinced ourselves like we're a part of something greater, but really... It's very surface level. It's very surface yeah. level, guys. Um, that would be an awful outcome. But if Gonzaga wins the national championship, it eliminates the consistent theme that we have of every year of, like, is this the Gonzaga team that gets over the hump? Is this the Gonzaga team? And, like, if it does, it validates – it's not bad that we would be – it sounds like a drag race is going on outside. Shout yeah. out. But it, it, it would validate everything that Gonzaga has done against a little conference – you and I both hate that. We would like to see them become American Big East, a basketball on the West. only, a basketball only member in the Pac-12 or Mountain West. Like it'd be or fine. Just get a football program. That's very expensive, but them winning the national championship validates it all. It validates everything that they've been doing. Which is bad for sport. Which is bad for the sport because we would like to. We would like to see them constantly. We would getting the Gonzaga memes off when they lose is fun. Dancing on that grave is fun, so we need to have that. Um, I, I've also I just soured so much on Mark Few after seeing his DUI video. Yeah, like I would used to root for Gonzaga, and then I saw him act like a child, and I'm out. That's a very real thing. Like I'm, I'm so out. He's not as, I don't think he's as likable. Based also, on that, certainly. Also, play Nolan Hickman and, and Hunter Sullivan. Like what, what? And I will also go and say. Him losing to Arizona would be funny. It would yes. Be very well, funny. that's the thing that I'm rooting for the most. Like that's that's what I want. You're rooting for an Arizona national championship. I just want that game. Oh, okay, okay. So I would say best national championship outcome for the health of the sport. It's a West Coast championship. It's another. It's another championship west of the Mississippi. That's not Gonzaga, which leaves you with UCLA, Arizona, Kansas, or Baylor. I mean, most, most schools are west of the Mississippi. No. Well, I guess the traditional powers aren't. Kansas is west of the Mississippi, yeah? Yeah, but Kansas hasn't won a national championship since 08. Most of the Big Ten is. Mo- no, most of the Big Ten is all east of the Mississippi. The only one that's west is Nebraska and Minnesota. Really? And Iowa? No. I Iowa's guess so. I was not. No, I guess so. And, like, we got all these stats. I, I don't have them at my disposal, but when ba- Baylor won the national championship last year, we got so many stats about first champion from the central time zone, first champion in West of the Mississippi since, and it was a long time. So a West Coast title that's not Gonzaga is the best thing for the sport. That was a very ESPN debate. That was a very first take debate. UCLA? UCLA? UCLA title would be awesome for the sport. Yeah. Get Amari next year. Mick goes to Louisville. <laughs> Why would you ever leave UCLA? Because he's not an LA guy. He's succeeding. Yeah. He's going to concerts, wearing nice suits, looking like Mick Cronin. Uh, is Peyton Watson going to come back next year? Yeah. Well, I think he should. I think he should. I don't know if he will. I think he should. Is Juzang going to come back next year? No. He's gone? Yeah, he's gone. Hawkeye's gone. Cody Riley gone. I think I think he's out of eligibility. He's, yeah. Almost. I don't know. Tiger Campbell gone. Also out of the eligibility, correct? Uh, he and Remy are the same class. 
I don't think they are. I thought they were. I don't think they are. I don't think Tiger Campbell's a fifth-year guy. Maybe. Oh, I think you actually might be right. I but, think Tiger Campbell, you're behind Remy. Yeah, I think he's a, he was a freshman when we were freshmen. Because Griff, so, Griff, he'll Ray probably Brown. be back. This is not yeah. necessary. Next question. Next question. Next question. Fifty-four. I have an answer for this one as well. Okay. Uh, name one random player to drop thirty points on a top four seed in an upset. Let's hear yours. Ali Ali, baby. From Akron. In the four thirteen <laughs> matchup against UCLA. So what you said from Akron for me. From Get that LeBron Akron. tweet. What are the odds of the Ali Ali LeBron tweet? Is that happening? Oh, that's definitely happening. Four percent. Four percent. I'm again. Malachi Smith, Malachi Smith, Malachi Smith, hammer the over. 30 points from him, though? Give me the stock. Give me all the stock. It's Baylor Shireman. They don't have a guy to guard him. It's Baylor Shireman. Yeah. It's Baylor Shireman. It absolutely is Baylor Shireman. Mm. Wyoming simply wouldn't score enough. What's the requirements? 30 points on a top four seed? Four upset, yeah. Um, It doesn't have to be in the first round. Oh. Oh well, well it kind of has to. It kind of has to. Be. Well, no, they could get like twenty points in the first round, and then. Oh, I guess that's no. It has to be against the top four seed. Yeah. No, 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 no. It has to be against the top four seed. It's Baylor Shireman. All right, uh, let's move on. Question fifty-five. Will anything in the tournament change your opinion of a conference? I think Scott is legitimately asleep at this. That's point. fine. That's fine. I just hope he doesn't snore in the I respect microphone. it. I respect it. Is the headset still on, Kevin? Yes. Scoot. <laughs> Great. Great. Great stuff. Um, Let's go. Another empty national championship run for the Big Ten would change my opinion of the conference. Again. Like, it would just it'd further be like, eh. If I'm being honest. What do you what do you think? What what stands out to you? The SEC? Can we get a down in SEC run that would change your opinion of the conference? Or are you already I'm contemplating. Well, because the SEC has uh, approached the mountain, they've not summoned it. Getting Auburn to the Final Four is a big deal. Getting South Carolina to the Final Four, I've talked a lot about, is a big deal. But they need a team that is not Kentucky to win a national title, and preferably not Arkansas. Arkansas does already have one. Yeah. So, like, if it's Auburn or Tennessee, I think that would go a long way. Mm-hmm. It would certainly cement Bruce Pearl in a different category. Yeah. Rick Barnes is probably going to be done here in the next year or two. So, I think the most important thing that can happen for the SEC is Auburn winning. Yeah, that would be massive for the conference. Um, and if Cal wins a second, like, I mean, it puts him in a different stratosphere, too. It lifts him above his colleagues. I think it even lifts him above Jay Wright. In terms of actual basketball coaching, it wouldn't for me. In terms of legacy, it might. The way he's the way he's changed the sport. Well, he's coached the hell out of this team too. Yeah, but like X's and O's has never been his strong suit. It's just been more that he's kind of a, a trendsetter. Um, but I think we can. Yeah, I think we can hit the next question. Okay, next question. Certainly not coming from Scott. 56, who could blow up on a deep run and leave school earlier than anticipated? I think we have a consensus on this question. I need to hear the question again because I don't who think I got it. Who can blow up 
on a deep tournament run and leave school because of it. Oh. What's your obvious answer? Christian Brown. Oh, okay. That's that's what it is. I thought he was trending towards being a guy who could leave anyway. Well, yes, but I think in hindsight, DiVincenzo was always someone who could have left. He was always a solid rotation player. I don't mean he wasn't an all Big East guy like CB was in the Big Twelve. Joey Baker, Joey Baker's not. No, 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 no. Um, Mark Williams. Is, I don't. I I've think not he's looked leaving. At any, I stuff. think he's leaving anyway. Yeah, I've not looked at Mox and stuff, so I don't know. Um, Tabellus. That's a good one. Carson would love that one. Tabellus could leave early. Matherin's going to leave regardless. Right? Yes, Matherin is going to be a lottery pick regardless of what happens in this tournament. Tabellus is projected as like a second-round guy with NIL stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back. If he blows up, if Arizona wins the national championship, he could leave. All right. You guys ready to move on? Yes. All right. I'm pairing these next three questions together. So just in your answers, give me each one. So okay. give me from both of you, give me a two-seed, a, two a three-seed, and a four-seed that is the most likely to make up the final four. Two... A two, a three, and a four. Two, Kentucky. Is most likely? Most likely to make the final four. Yep. Yeah. Um, I I want to push back on Kentucky, and I just don't think that it would be reasonable to do so. Unless you think the East is just too hard. But, I mean, yeah, but it could fall apart because it's so hard that everyone could knock each other out. Yeah. So it's, I will say Kentucky. Be, it's got to be, yeah. Three seed? Villanova could reasonably do it. Yeah. I don't think we talked enough about them. Probably not. They're playing well. They see games out. Like like I said earlier, you know, like trending towards being if they hold the line, if they just shoot how they've shot from the line, they would be the best free throw shooting team in the history of college basketball. That's yeah. important to March. Yes, it is. The three seed that's most likely to go to the Final Four, to me, is Tennessee. I'm trying to look for a place to push back on that. I, I again, like I just don't think there is. Texas Tech is deeply flawed. Uh, Wisconsin is dependent entirely on one player, and Purdue doesn't defend. So Tennessee is certainly the most complete. Mm-hmm. And then four seed. Is it UCLA? Is it Arkansas? No. Well, Arkansas... It's I think, not Providence. I think it's Arkansas or Illinois. You don't... Who? I think... Because we know Illinois pushed Arizona once before. We know that they have the big to at least make it so that... I mean, Coburn would have to play so well. But they do have the kind of guards and the toughness to where it's like, okay, Grandison hits shots, and they get a good performance out of Curbelo. I, I can envision it, and if they get that to happen, the pathway is open for them. I'm going to go with UCLA because I think the East is so strong that it could fall apart. And well, they just saw themselves do it last year. Yeah, they're also not healthy. Like they're healthier than they've they've they're healthier, healthier they're healthier than, they've, than been. they've been. But it's a long season with a lot of guys who have a lot of miles. Yeah, and I. I for that reason, I, I've done all these things to dance around it. I think the answer is Arkansas. Okay. 
I don't like how the season ended. Even if they get their score graphic reversed um, and convince you that they're doing better than they are. Subliminally, that was weird that that happened to me earlier today. Yeah, it was. So I got, like I half watched the first half of that game, and then I saw the score graphic this morning, and I'm like, oh, wow, they really blew that in the second half. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, not what happened. They just reversed the score. They were losing 36-24. to 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sanction. Bad social media team. Well, it's a really good social media team, too. That's what was disappointing. Shout out Duke Deuce. Kronk ain't dead. Next question. 60. Which mid-major coaches have the most to gain with potential jobs based on this tournament? And I think that the main one is the Murray State-San Francisco game. Mm. Todd Golden has a lot, a lot to win here. And there's... There are big-time openings, like too. There's big-time openings. You could get... I mean... Maryland doesn't seem likely because it'd be way across country. Louisville doesn't really seem way like like very likely, um, and like Matt McMahon has had a great year as well. Of Oak Ridge, that, Tennessee, you're kidding. Information you just learned, right down the street. That's where T Higgins is from. Interesting. Uh, and like McMahon's been there since 2015, so it's not like you know. I would bet it's McMahon. Is it McMahon? I think it's Mc, It is McMahon. I've heard it said, yes. It's okay. Man. Hand up. It'll be wrong on me if, if it's said wrong, differently on Well, there's not the Tennessee way to say Friday. it. Friday. McMahon. McMahon. Honestly, we try to make it into McMahon. McMahon? McMahon. I think it's McMahon. Uh, but he he's the one who coached Shaw. Like, he took up after the Isaiah Cannon teams. I didn't realize uh, I didn't realize he's only forty three. I mean, he's won the he's won the OVC conference tournament three of the last four times it's happened, or three three last five because it, it happened Did, before COVID. He coached the campaign team. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, my answer for this is Medved. That's another one that's very good. Who's done did a really good job turning Drake around? Obviously, he's done a really good job turning Colorado, Colorado State around. I don't think that program. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think that program has like any history. No, prior to him, it doesn't. Of doing they, they anything, storm, they storm the court, beating any relevant program in the Mountain West. So no, they don't. Um, he's done that, and I mean he's in line for a decent step up, whether it's Kansas State, which is a, that's a significant basketball job. That is. Can be. I mean, Tech's winner. Like, they, they've got coaches. Can be. Um, Louisville, obviously. They need to hire an AD first. Florida is now open. So, like, I, th- I think it's him. I think it is him. Because he's the one who can determine the most. He could be the guy who goes from maybe a Kansas State to, like, a legit, okay, there's real money behind this school. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next question. Eight to go. Oh, also, last one. Drew Valentine. Will Schreiber. Yes. But there's an audition for the Michigan State job. He already has that job. <laughs> 61 of the trio Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith, and Paolo Boncaro. 
Which player are you most intrigued by, and who do you want to learn most about in this tournament? And who, out of the three, who is set up for the most success? It's a three-part question in one. Yeah. Okay. First part, or the let's let's answer the most recent part you asked. The answer to the one who's set up for the most success is Paolo. Uh, is not Paolo. What am I saying? It's chat. No, it's Chat. Yeah, it's absolutely Chat. He's asked to do the least. It he could has the ability to do the most. Could flip back on him though, because I think people are looking for a reason. People who are tuning in now are like, well, "Okay, what's up with the skinny? Yeah, big dude, the frail white kid from Minnesota." Yeah, and if he doesn't perform, it's going to give everybody all the ammunition they need to be like, "That guy ain't it," mm-hmm. and they won't know because they won't have watched him. There is, there's, there's more than something there. To say that there is something there is a disservice to the player that he is, because. He's just a dog. He's a problem. He's, yeah, he's like, a problem. Yeah, he is a, a LeBron a tweet. One. He is a problem. Yeah. Um, I think that, oh, going going back, Yeah. Chet Holmgren is absolutely on the short list of things that LeBron would tweet about in this tournament. Absolutely. Because he's going to try and get him to play with him in three years. <laughs> Opt out of your rookie deal. <laughs> Very likely. Uh, I think the one to learn the most about in this tournament is Jabari. Because I think, and I I think see the Auburn most him in the, the most will be asked of him in the in the well, unless Bruce Pearl does the Bruce Pearl thing and doesn't actually ask him to do enough, which Given, he's been which he's been saying he's been saying all year long. Oh, I'm not I'm not asking enough of Jabari. Like I could go to him more. I could give him well, more. By all accounts, he's like one of the smartest players in college basketball. He's also a dog. Yeah. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. Yes. And I want to see Euros him be a dog. Could confirm that. <laughs> um. You're too little. You're soft as bleep. Yeah. One of the words that I actually will not say on this show. So, yeah. There you go. Next question. 62. What players do you think could cost people a title chance? I just wanted one last chance to say. Did we thoroughly answer that last question? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. We answered all three parts. Yeah. I think uh, this is my last chance to say I think Kirk Reese could cost Arizona National Championship. I didn't realize that it was because he was going to twist his ankle. Because they do need him. They do need him. They just need him to not be bad Kirk Risa, But him being non-existent Kirk Risa standing on the sideline in a polo is probably not a good one. And if you saw the... Did you see the picture of his foot? Yeah, it's not good. It's very black and blue. That's what that picture was? Yes. Disgusting. That's bad. That's really bad. And you're throwing your Crocs. You need those. Is that what we confirmed that he was doing? Yeah. Okay, because I was watching the game last night with Dom, or Saturday night with Dom Stern. I got an ESPN notification about it. Kerr was throwing Crocs in the stands, and I, I said to Dom, I was like, I think he's throwing Crocs at Arizona fans. <laughs> That's what so he, did. he is now throwing wrist tape at Jay Billis and Crocs at Air, Arizona. He might fans. have a, a problem throwing stuff the at the Grayson Allen of the next generation. Um, I have a take. Like this is a take. Drew Timmy. Oh, who has very quietly been like very uneven this season. Like, you know, he does drop a 30 ball on Texas, but like the fit hasn't been perfect. And I think he wedges Chet into a, as a round peg into a square hole on offense a lot where Chet is just kind of floating. And if he's not giving them awesome production, that's not worth that. So he needs to be really good throughout this tournament for Gonzaga to have a chance because they can't turn to Corey Kispert now. 
He has to be the guy. And Chet can do a lot, but Chet is not the guy who's going to go get you 25. He's never going to be that at this level. He's not developed enough as an offensive player, and they don't put the ball in his hands, frankly, enough for him to do that. So it's got to be Timmy. I thought about saying Andrew Nemhard, but ultimately Andrew Nemhard can't really determine where this team goes like Timmy can. I don't think he's been bad as of late, and I just looked at his box scores. He hasn't been. He hasn't been bad. He was bad. He was awful in the St. Mary's loss. But he wasn't bad in the two losses. I'm just saying uneven. I don't really think he's been uneven, though. He's had high peaks and low valleys, and he can't have that. He's got to be a consistent, like, the St. Mary's game. But There were a lot of moments in non-con where he scored, like, 10 points. Not really. I mean, I guess Texas Tech, 7. But they won that game by 15. Or 13. I'm just saying he's going to have to consistently give them 15 to 20 points for them to win a national title, which is their aspiration. Okay. I'm sticking with Kirk Risa. I mean, I wasn't going to give Or actually, another answer, Katie Johnson. Katie Johnson can cost Auburn a national championship chance. Yeah, I wasn't... And Wendell Green. They've just both been very, very rough to watch as of late. Well, Wendell played insane at the last three minutes. He was awful in the game. He was awful, and he was a large reason for why they were down so much. And I... Listen, I just didn't want to give a cop-out answer and be like, Wendell Moore. Yeah. That's obvious. Yeah. Remy Martin. Obvious. You know... I think if I, well if you're gonna if you're gonna put a losing on a KU guy it's gonna be on Dave, which sucks. Also, Drew Timmy can be like the best Gonzaga player ever if they win a national title this year. That's a lot of pressure. Can he be? I mean, they got John Stock. Are you saying bet? Well, okay. Like in Resonate. terms of a yeah, college yeah, player, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next question. The next two questions can go together. That's what I was about to say. Sixty-three, sixty-four can really go together. I can't believe Scott's just sleeping on my floor. I love it. This is highest, we sleep in May. Highest and lowest scoring first round game. All right, lowest scoring's easy. That's Boise State and Memphis. Let's see if Vegas agrees. Boise State, Memphis in Vegas. I, I would think it'd be either be that or Creighton, San Diego. One thirty-two. Uh, Creighton, San Diego State is one twenty and a half. What? And the other one that I had on the short list was Iowa State LSU, and that's 126. Creighton San Diego State's gonna be a dog fight. So is Memphis Boise State. When I saw that first, I'm like, wow, that's a race to 55. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Both elite defenses. Boise State really looks to slow the game down. I could see TCU. Not great guard play. Seton Hall being low scoring as well. I could see that. Highest scoring game. Oh, actually, Vatek Texas is going to be really disgustingly slow. That's possible. Both teams are in the 340s in tempo. Yeah. Uh, Highest scoring game of the first round, I think, is going to be... And by the way, we're not asking for Arizona wins a game 100-60. to We're asking for back and forth. No, we're just saying highest scoring. We're just saying highest scoring game of, yeah, Mm. over-under. Highest scoring. Marquette, North Carolina is going to be tough to see stops being had. There's going to be a lot of scoring in that game. Mm-hmm. Gonzaga's probably Gonzaga's probably hanging 100 
on Georgia State. No doubt. So does Georgia State score 50 or do they score 60? Because what, whatever happens there, you're you're approaching highest scoring game of, of that. But in terms of like a back and forth game, South Dakota State Providence could be up there. Unless Providence doesn't cooperate. Like South Dakota State's going to score 75 points. Don't. Don't just do that. Yeah, they will. Don't just do that. Don't just do that. I'm just I'm I'm checking something real quick. Continue. All right. I the other candidate I would say is playing game. Bryant and Wright State's can be very high scoring. I like that pick actually. It will be. Like that pick a lot. Fullerton Duke could be high scoring. Actually, I mean, not if it's competitive, but yeah. What'd you find? We're still looking. Going through the South Dakota State game log. Are you trying to find their fewest points a year? Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be a high number. I think it's 70. Yeah. They score. Against North Dakota. Yeah, they do. They also give up. Don't play people. They also don't play defense, which is why they would lose. Got 76 against Washington, 88 against Alabama, but that's a track meet. Mm-hmm. So, next question. 65. Let's try to make this one short and sweet here. Yes. Who do you both think will lead the tournament in scoring? Just total, total points, points or average? Total points. So, it's got to be somebody who gets to at least the Final yeah. Four. Um... I'll take Ochak Baji. My thing is, even if Arizona gets the national championship, yeah. I think that it'll be so balanced scoring and that there will be different guys with yeah. different nights. And Mathurin, I think, will have like the marquee performance. He's playing really well right now. I wouldn't be surprised if he has like multiple 20-point games. Cool. Um... Yeah, I think I think I would probably say Oach. All right. 66. It's it's whoever gets out of the Midwest. Trying to get out yeah, of I know he is. It's whoever's out of the Midwest. It's either Oach, Keegan, or Johnny Davis. Next question. 66. What is your ideal final four? So it's different than 67 cuz 67 is what Yeah, for sure. Final four. For sure. Ideal final four. My ideal final four is Texas Tech. UCLA. Texas Tech? Yeah. What? It's Weren't you ready to prove all these people wrong? You were telling oh, me actually, so okay, yeah, aggressively yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah, yeah. Texas Tech cannot okay, win okay, a national okay, championship. Okay, let me rephrase. Arkansas. No, actually, got to love the metrics. Gonzaga needs to get there and then lose. Uh, UCLA for the, for the Pac-12. And then Kansas and... Arizona. Uh, Kentucky. I'm just going from aesthetic basketball. Kentucky, Auburn, Arizona, and UConn. I don't think. <laughs> I would love to see this for Scott. I would too. I, would I, do, I will do a woo on behalf of Scott. I don't think that Auburn plays more aesthetic. Scott. We just needed one more of those. We're at the end. 
I don't think I don't think Auburn plays more aesthetically pleasing right. basketball than Kansas, but that's question that's what it is. sixty-seven. I like defense. It's, let's, let's, I want to go home. Who is your national final? Who's your final four and who's your national champion? Legitimately, last two questions. Final yes. four and national champ. Rapid fire, go. Do you want to go one at a time? I'm we'll going, go region by region. I'm going Gonzaga for, out of the okay, West. Okay, no, we won't do that. Can, uh, Kentucky out of the East. Kansas out of the Midwest. Arizona out of the South. Arizona's beating... No. Kent- Whoa. God. I keep going back to the fact that they're like mid... T- they're like teens in Torvik. And they kind of feel like Illinois from last year. I'm actually going to say... I think Kansas is getting hot. Do it. Tuesday night. It's Tuesday night. We're getting ready. Kansas over Kentucky in the natty. Payton. Okay. Yep. I'm, measure, I'm measuring it. Uh, what was my preseason final four? Kansas, Alabama, North Carolina, and somebody fourth. So, a lot of people that can't get there. Well, I mean, technically it actually does set up. They're in different regions. Yeah. Unlike last year where all four of my final four picks were in, in the, the same, same region. region. And two were in the same pod. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick Kansas, uh, Arizona, Kentucky, and in a year of chaos, something chaotic has to happen. I just don't know where. It's like a minefield. Uh, I will certainly be amending this bracket. I will certainly be amending this bracket. Um, I think you've committed to Arizona winning it all. I have. And I know that Kevin has committed to being out of here in the next five minutes. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you got to make mm-hmm, a decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No rush, but rush. UConn. Yeah. Ooh. All right, so UConn, Arizona, and who else? Auburn. Yeah, and Kentucky. Who's your champ? Champion is Arizona over Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay. Absolute track meet. Perfect. All right. 68 questions. Answered. Asked. Three and, and a half hours. Two days. So much content. Igor Milicic. Heat check. This is March. Shout out, Kevin. Shout out, Kevin. Uh, we'll talk and to Scott. you soon. And Scott. And talk to you often. Scott gets a shout out, but he didn't finish the race. Tune, so. in, tune in tomorrow night, 11 p.m. Oh, he finished the race. Yes, he did. He finished the race. He got up, he stumbled to the finish line, but he finished the race. I just picked UConn to the final four, and, and he Scott didn't, didn't react. do anything. And there's a reason I for that. <laughs> but tomorrow night, 11 p.m., Blaze Radio Online, blazeradioonline.com, from the Bill Austin Radio Studio. Join us. See you there. Dab, dab.